Welcome to the Find Your Place podcast, where we have conversations about the challenges and stories of placemaking. Where do you want to be? Where do you want to live for the rest of your life? What defines your place and community for you? The Find Your Place podcast gives you the inside dope on Nashville living and growth through the lens of real estate pros, developers, and culture contributors, all working to gather to turn properties into places. This podcast is made possible by Village Real Estate. Welcome to the Find Your Place podcast. I'm Shane Talent, and we're going to talk today about um, old agent, not age-wise, <laughs> versus new agent. Maybe the old lion versus new lion, um, <laughs> where some you know some things you need to learn, some things I've learned, some things I don't know, and uh, we're going to hash it all out. It's going to be fun. From my experiences and what I would like to get out of it would be, of course, you know, if there's some someone out there in the universe that's listening that you develop trust with that person based on my experiences, um, how I've handled situations, how I've handled um, transient people moving from town from out of town to Nashville mm-hmm. and developing trust like, well, I'm going to go with that guy because I've heard him talking about he's experienced this, 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 whether mm-hmm. it's not experienced in multifamily projects, but experienced with a VA loan or experienced with uh, an athlete that just came into some money or experienced with a, a traveling musician that you know wants some anonymity whatever it is uh-huh. um, if there's ever an opportunity where someone may have heard hey that guy I've, I've heard that podcast and I've heard that guy talking about he's he's done that or mm-hmm. or village has their finger on the pulse of this big project that I've seen, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, and it's just another checkbox in that category. It's like, well, if you have, if you're doing pros and cons or making decisions on who who you're going to work with or mm-hmm. when you're going to work with them or why you're going to work with them, it's like, well, there's some validity to mm-hmm. a podcast. And we could just be t- bullshitting everyone, you know. But I think the some truth, the trend, trust and and agent trust building yeah. exercise. I mean, ultimately, I think you're probably trying to grow your business, so it's oh, yeah. another avenue. I'm trying to grow my business. I'm also trying, to, as a partner here at Village, I'm trying to groom young, mm-hmm. n- younger age, not you not, know, birth not, certificate wise, but like yeah, newer right. agents, <laughs> yeah, right. newer agents in the business where you probably have a lot of questions for me and like, how'd you get started? Mm-hmm. Man, this first year has been fucking tough. Yeah. Like all, like when, when am I going to get my first closing or when is that my first buyer going to be comfortable or my first seller is going to be comfortable calling me and saying, hey, I want you to list our house. Because yeah. the first question they ask is, how long you been selling real estate? Yeah. And it's like a tough question to answer. In oh, yeah. the early on, you know, I've never been able to really figure out what the best answer for that question is. If you were framing that question specifically, just what would that question be? From a seller to an agent? Just what, what question is this answering? That, oh, this is, this is you know, a new agent that uh, gets how do you, how do you, with the, I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, sorry, just the, I'm just trying to write this down because it's really good yeah. stuff. Uh, so the question in simplest terms would be, how do you convey, tr- how do you gain trust as a young agent without the experience mm-hmm. that you can- Oh, it's a class, yeah, it's a it's classic, scary. like, must have experience yep. to get your, but how do you get your first job that you, without experience? It's cl- it's like in mm-hmm. anything. I dealt with it in the TV world and had to just kind of fake it till you make it. Yep. And I hate to say that, but 
I think same music. Yeah, I mean, same, that's, what, that's exactly. what we do, right? Yep. Um, you meet the right person at the yeah. right time, having a beer, and they give you a shot. You go mm-hmm. jam, you write a song, and all of a sudden it's like, boom. And then you blink, and you've kind of got your quote-unquote foot in the door, right? Yeah. Um, it's the same thing with real estate. I've I've yet to figure out the um, the perfect answer when when a seller asks, yep. like, well, how long scares me to death. Like, I, I'm, I've been doing this, what, two months now? Yeah. And so that's the question that... Because I mean, I'd be the same way. You and know? you're going to hug this microphone. Oh, sorry, you yeah, guys are going to get in the habit of doing like two fingers, right? Gotcha. Um, it, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. So yeah, I you know, the way I answer and I, it, it mainly because I'm on a team. So I work with John Fairhead. So sure. Well, that's I great. I mean, we, immediate. That's immediate. You, you know, know we're credibility. A team. We we um you know he's we've got I've got the support around experience. Me. You yeah. know. Um, you know, but for a younger like someone who's not working on a team, I have no idea. I mean, you probably just. I mean, you know, authenticity it, is a big deal in this game. So, I mean, it typically you know, you, what I've seen for. I guess we're just creating. We're talking right about this topic now. What I've seen is your first couple deals are going to come from your friends and family, mm-hmm. right? That's what I got uh, going someone, on now. Yep, yeah, someone's going to throw you a bone, and you just got to hustle and knock it out of the park. Now, when mm-hmm. it comes to your first listing. Um, now you can go. You're gonna get buyers because mm-hmm. you just need uh, oh, yeah. MLS code to unlock Century Locks, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna run comps, and it's like anyone can do that. And they know, you know, organically if they're you know overpaying for a house, they know what they yep. want to spend, they know what they like when they don't like. When it comes to the listing side, they're gonna ask you like, well, how many, you know, how much experience do you have, <laughs> or how many listings do you have? And that's when you can strike. And this was genius for me. It's like. Well, I mean, I'm newer to the business. You, you try to avoid saying that, mm-hmm. but you say, you know, I don't have any listings, which means I'm going to be able to dedicate 100% Absolutely. of my time to you. Yep. Where veteran agents, like right now, I'm, I thought about this last night. I've got six listings right now, and I'm kind of stressed out about it because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not able to to give... Service everybody. Yeah, I've got to give each one 18% of my time, right? Mm-hmm. Is that fair to those? So it's, it's kind of a catch-22. Yeah. It's like, man, he's got a lot of listings. Yep. He's got a lot of listings, but is he servicing those clients the way he should be servicing yeah. the clients, right? Um, so that's a good way for a, a newer agent to to get their attention. No one can argue that. No yeah. one can deny. Be like, oh shit, yeah, he doesn't have any listings, so he's got nothing else to do but sell my house, yeah. right? So uh, that was one of the the you're going to have friends and family are going to let you bu- represent them on the buy mm-hmm. side, and then your first your first listing will come from someone that that appreciates that they think well they're getting the you know white glove treatment because yep. you've got you've got nothing else going on i kind of <laughs> used that i did my first listing presentation uh this uh last weekend mm-hmm. um someone who goes to my my parents church i don't know her um so i went over to her house and and of course it's nerve-wracking to do those i think with no experience i mean trying to make sure i'm covering all the bases and mm-hmm. having done it but um she uh, let me know like she has another option for a realtor, you know, in the middle of this, which is really interesting. I'm like, well, okay, and um, and I kind of used what you were just saying. Uh, it, it's the church realtor, and you know, the church realtor does everyone in the church, no matter what. And somehow, she heard I was doing this and called my mom and got my number. And um, but I was able to kind of use that same kind of uh, you know approach you know, approach, approach with her by saying. You know, well, totally understand. You know, this guy's this guy's a big time realtor. He's been doing this since '95, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, trying to assure her that I would be able to give her all of my attention, um, whereas she might not get that. 
um, from a bigger That's when you say, look, listen, company. God wants you to yes, give me a chance. <laughs> she, I mean, I had to cover my tattoos here because I know, I mean, you right. know, she has a prayer room in her house. I'm like, man, I, I uh, if, if she sees these, she's probably going to be like, mm, no. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if I'll get the listing or not. It's one of those things where I, I told John, I'm, I'm really happy if I do get the listing, but I'm not going to worry about it if I don't like well the takeaway from that is if you don't get the listing you're not going to be as nervous the next time you go into a listing absolutely and I, it's I like, like an audition right yeah. you go and audition at your yep. position you go you've auditioned it's like you don't get the gig I've auditioned for acting gigs I've I've probably gotten eight percent of the mm-hmm. acting gigs Shane I've, are you saying you've actually been turned down for something <laughs> once in your whole life a lot I've heard no more times than I've heard so. yes I don't think so <laughs> yes trust me uh, but it, yeah like it, you're learning something there's absolutely. a takeaway every time You'll learn like, oh, don't ever say that again. Don't ever, mm-hmm. don't ever do that again. Like, or you know, if you feel like there's you, you left something on the table or there was a little hiccup, just make note of yeah. that. And it's like, if you eliminate that the next time, mm-hmm. you'll be it'll be a stronger listing presentation. Absolutely. And you'll learn, man. You like in this business, especially being in with entertainers and stuff. It's like you get instant credibility. Um, being in the quote unquote industry here in Nashville because people you just get it you know Mm -hmm. it's like a sense of community already and they're going to give you benefit of doubt and they know whether you're working with a a celebrity or you're you need to adjust for a certain you know situation Mm -hmm. you get this um, you you get a little pass if you're because you you're not just that guy from that's been doing it for ninety from ninety five. They, yeah. they, those guys, those agents. So the, that's the first thing they let you know is oh, I've been yeah. doing this a long time because that's what they hold their they hang mm-hmm. their hat on right. One yeah. Of the, one of the last episode or the, the one of the the last episode with uh, with Millie, uh, she was talking about how because she's you know two years in year and a half two years mm-hmm. in, and she was saying, uh, I guess to distill real quickly what I thought was really great was she was just like you know saying that you, there's you're right for some people and you're just not the right Absolutely. person like client fit and all that is also hugely just natively important and you can't contrive it you can't force it you're gonna you're just gonna be you know and you're gonna keep yourself from the real power that you can reach by trying to put on faces to to different types of clients that aren't really authentically your base or your clients or whatever and so it's really just about uh and i'm sure it's daunting i think and this is what she was talking about that i thought was interesting is when you're under the compression of being a new agent and you've got people telling you all these things and you're Mm -hmm. trying to experience and figure out all these things then you you end up in situations where you're you're kind of almost forced because of all the noise and the newness of it all to just kind of arrive at this fundamental truth about it like well i'm just gonna do what comes naturally oh yeah and to me and flow with where i you know the go where the water's flowing and not try to force it i think that's uh you know one of the things one of the skills i got from years touring the world and being in bands and stuff was being able to walk into a room and pretty much connect with just about anybody you know on some level uh this lady not so much i (laughs) I could not i cannot crack that code and so there's probably poor, and I, that's hard. Usually, I can do that with just about anybody. I'm then that say. might be the writing on the wall that yeah. you may be able to foresee how this transaction yeah, would absolutely, go. Yeah, she may expect, you know, have unrealistic expectations, absolutely. and it, you that goes back to being in the entertainment industry. You feel that, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. You don't no, know. I know. Vibe. 
you know, you look, you travel the world with Ben Folds, right? So yeah. it's like <laughs> when you walk into a room and you're a band member, there's someone there that's waiting for you and they're like, what do you oh, yeah. need? Right, Always, typically. Yeah. Like, so, tell me why to get used to that off, yeah. like, you know, getting up in she the morning. She was not. You know, was someone, tour manager. someone yeah. that is uh, thinking about selling their house, they're, they feel like they're in the driver's seat mm-hmm. because you need them, right? Yep. 100%. Um, but you'll, you'll, it will come. And, and look, there's this paperwork right listing paperwork or mm-hmm. buyer represent representate you know a buyer rep agreement i typically like because we have to have that stuff signed mm-hmm. i get it signed when it's like when it's go time yep but i it's just like a natural thing it's like look if you don't want to work with me yeah i'm not going to force you to work with Absolutely. me and, and and vice versa if i don't want to work with you it's going to work it's going to hash it like work itself out mm-hmm. um no harm no foul but like you you've got to go Find the agent that's right for you, and I've got to go find the buyer that's yep. that's right or seller that's right for me, right? Mm-hmm. Keep the wheels turning. So, I've never really even got stressed that much about earning the business. Mm-hmm. I just try to. Uh, it goes back to the training. I don't know if you've done the Ninja installation, but I've done Ninja. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fascinating because the the main thing is just you know provide value, mm-hmm. and a lot of times you end up providing free value yep. to clients that some appreciate it and the ones that do appreciate it when the light bulb goes off like man this guy's been hustling mm-hmm. he's not putting any pressure on me or this gal's been hustling not putting any pressure to earn the business but providing value yeah as the agent you're working you're earning you're earning trust you're earning a living a lot of times for free for a while until they go mm-hmm. man you you almost force them not to use you yeah right it's like okay i get it if you choose after all that i've done for you yep. without saying a word about it you know just give the business yep. just give the business and then the light bulb goes off a lot most people no the people that do understand it mm-hmm. are the people that you want to work with because yep. they get it Oh, the yeah. ones that it doesn't work, they're like, ah, that's not the type of person that would be a good fit anyways. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, I can I can usually sniff that out. But mm-hmm. I mean, speaking of that, I uh, I did, I the next day she wanted to see a house in Murfreesboro. So I drove her out to Murfreesboro. I drove sure out did. to Murfreesboro, met her there, you know, on my own time. No, nothing signed, um, you know, for 10 minutes to look at a house that she didn't like. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, those are the kind of things that's, I see yeah. is like, Okay, I'm willing to show you that I will work for you, mm-hmm. and I think that could go a long way. As and you well. have the bandwidth right now to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if I mean, you had seven or eight listings, do? or yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've I've been in nine years, and I've spent I've spent the last six weeks with a guy from Boston looking. We've looked at over 20, 25 Ooh. houses, put an offer in on a house. We were five thousand dollars apart from getting the deal done, inked, and he just said, "Ah, I'm out." But they, huh. he said the uh, the sellers. They missed a deadline, and he said, I felt disrespected, which is first in my career to hear someone feel disrespected <laughs> during a transaction. It was simply like the husband was traveling. It wasn't like they were playing games. Yeah. But I just put my nose down and just, I said, well, all right, let's start over. Let's take a breather. Let's start. Mm-hmm. And now we're thinking about writing an offer today. But it it happens when you're new to the business and when you're a veteran in the business, oh, yeah. you got to, there's just certain personalities that you've just got to learn to kind of flex and and. I have a question oh, yeah. for you, actually. Yes. So, you know, obviously, Shane, you, you're you're the 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 old the old lion. You don't look like an old lion, though. <laughs> and you're the great doctor. You're the young lion, and so I guess you know it's one of those things too, where it's like, of course, Shane, you you know, I give you 
full props, you know what you're talking about. You got here, you know, but you know what? Maybe you don't know everything, Shane. Has anybody ever asked, has anybody ever said that to you? Oh, I never claim to know everything. That's for no, sure. I learn every day. That's that's what no. I love about real estate well, yeah, is I yeah. learn something new everything day. in high school. But I guess so, my, yeah. my question ultimately is just <laughs> kind of like, is I, I love seeing all this sort of knowledge imparted. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. And I sort of learned in, in my sort of more marketing type of position, but uh I'm curious from from your perspective. Uh, you only have that naked sort of observational, childlike, innocent sort of perception of everything. For you know, coming into any situation, there's mm-hmm. only so long before you're already the the soil of everything is just already yeah. the dust is already over you, and your 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 perspective is is shaped, mm-hmm. and, and it's irrevocable. You can't go back to that place. Well, you know yeah, what I mean? So I guess I'm just curious about it. from you know your how like what. You just got certain, you just got here what two months ago? Two months ago. Yeah. So, in two months, that's probably your the window the the windows of I think of that type of really uh, raw perception are starting mm-hmm. to close pretty quick because you're a sponge too. So yeah, I guess I'm just curious what things have you seen or learned or maybe almost not to challenge Shane or maybe people that have, that have already been in this doing you know done this for a very long time have been successful. Is there anything where you're kind of like wow I'm seeing some things that are kind of like the old guard kind of think it needs to get kind of done this way. And you know what? Like, I'm not sure that I buy that or, you know, because you had this objectivity. Yeah. I mean, there, there are some things and I could be completely wrong. Can you name names and very specific Um, notice? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we just met today because it's really fun. (laughs) I'm not on the list. Um, No, there, there, you know, there are a couple things. And like I said, I could be completely wrong about this. I'm sure Bobby would come down here and smack me if I, if she, (laughs) she might hear some stuff, but, but, um, but yeah, uh, you know, one of the things I, I wonder about, you know, you hear about the phone calls, right? Make 10 phone calls a week. Now, I came, I, you know, before this, I was running a business over here in Green Hills, and, and uh, we, you know, it was sales-based, uh, you know, and I, I did marketing as well. But um, what I found when we would call leads, um, we quit calling them because it would bug them more, any more people text, and that's what people do. So I'm like, are we... Is this something that are we kind of behind in that because people don't have a lot of time to talk on the phone? I have I have an issue myself with it that you know I've been a hermit for however long and all of a sudden I get this list and I'm like, hey buddy, how's it going? Like, it's not authentic. Your to small me, talk right? shops have waned. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and they they see it. They, they can see right through. People know when they're being sold anymore. Everybody, yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's it's, it's there. People are more sophisticated than they used to be with that. And I think I've learned that over there. And I wonder sometimes if if that model. I'm sure there are a million people here that could, and maybe you even could be like, that works, you know, but it makes me, I just, I don't feel comfortable myself yeah. calling people I haven't talked to in years and, you know, well, just all this out of the blue yeah. and asking for their help. Um, and, you know, stuff like that, uh, you know, the, the, uh, I, I don't know, that's, that's one of the main things I've seen, like the, the door knocking. Yeah, and I don't um, do it. I yeah. don't do it. I don't necessarily think it moves the needle. What I will say for, does i it speaking if we're talking about touching your touching Mm -hmm. your you know your sphere yeah it's handwritten notes huh and and you know i was in your same spot you were in at one point like it was an ego like we're we're entertainers right there's an ego like okay it's not that you're you can't you're not getting gigs anymore Mm -hmm. but you're just maybe having a life change i in the tv world like the phone wasn't ringing as much as it used to ring and i have kids and a wife and i had to just get up and pull my pants up and say i gotta go do something Mm -hmm. real estate came natural and then the ego was like oh shoot like 
<laughs> how am I supposed to reach out to people? Because the first thing they say is, oh, you didn't make it in TV. Uh, You're done with that. That's an ego. Gotcha. That yeah. Is ego. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just said, I look at my kids. I had six-year-old twins. At the yeah. time, they were newborns. Mm -hmm. And my wife's like, we got to do something. And so once I was able to kind of suppress that, I started writing handwritten notes mm -hmm. and letting people know in my sphere in a handwritten note, like, hey, hope you're well. Haven't talked to you in a while. Just letting you know I'm getting into real estate. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, that's, and that's great it, because it, it does two things. It they love people love opening personal mail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, because nothing's a tangible experience anymore. Right. Yeah. 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 The phone call. They don't feel being sold. You're not. You're not yeah. They're not getting sold. You're just letting them know life change. Hey, yeah. let me know, man. Like, because no, everyone knows a lot of real estate agents. Yeah. But the handwritten letters, they do take time. Um, and I would do it to the people that you feel like actually are going to maybe yeah. get their attention and then maybe a text to the second tier mm -hmm. warm leads or whatnot. Yeah. Um, and then of course now we're in the day and age of social media where it's yeah. like you can you can put the word out about what you're doing without having to like you know and make I, I, those uncomfortable calls. I feel like I've been able to do that you know in you know the first I put my realtor page up on Facebook or whatever and I had about 300 likes within you know a few days. I feel like the word is getting out that way, You're of course, just planting the seed. Yeah, the yeah, seed yeah. And, I, and I have made it a point to, and I, I call it my kind of, um, you know, like a way to my reconnection uh, tour in a way. You know, I, I I walked away from music in 2011, just quit, wanted to be with my kids, mm -hmm. um, and uh, then I got a job as marketing director, and then you know running this business over here, um, and I le I was comfortable. I was getting paid well and I would come home every day and hang out and that was it but I didn't um foster a lot of these or just you know try to I, I didn't spend a lot of time with these relationships or, or yeah um that I'd had over the years but lately what I've been doing is calling people I'm like hey let's go for a hike let's go get coffee and just reconnecting with people well here's what I love about that is because it's it's what I love about that is um it is something where it's, it's more it's bigger than just I'm doing a job change. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's it's like a, I am taking the sort of cobwebs off of like um, this particular phase yeah. of my life because everybody has these phases, right? And you kind of grow out of that skin, and then you kind of have a new skin, and you kind of mm -hmm. go from there, and that's just life. So I just think it's really cool that what you're what you're doing uh, to get started here uh, in your business is um, really just a mirror and a reflection of a very personal mm -hmm. process that actually ends up yielding a lot of just personal human interactions that's it it's a very enriching thing for for you to do just as a human being so forget like mm -hmm. how many calls you made and by the way a quick comment about that you know uh one of the things i'm always trying to help others find a way out of is sort of being in the tactical weeds from a marketing perspective mm -hmm. and i think that people get a lot of chatter and they feel behind the eight ball and they don't have a lot of times I think a very clear strategy and mm -hmm. so what they end up doing is being mired in tactics that are kind of tactics for tactics sake yeah. make sure you make 10 calls a week I, I would I would say hold on a minute first of all let's not talk about tactical things let's talk about outcomes yeah. and start there like what what is the desire what, what do you even want to happen here mm -hmm. what, like what is you even know like what are your so it's like okay is it the idea that like i need to sell 10 widgets or properties or i don't know whatever it mm -hmm. is or i need to um get this status of this thing or i don't know whatever the goal is and then you just have tactical things to help you get yeah there the, the mm -hmm. difference in selling a widget and selling real estate is you're selling you're trying to get people convince them to sell a concept or, or buy a concept yeah. really so everyone knows they they're gonna buy or sell a house yeah so it's it's 
you're calling the phone call is is to earn that trust yeah. or to show some professionalism or whatever yeah. whatever the adjective is. You so, 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 so then the outcome might be like, okay, I, I need to identify the top 100 potential yep. clients that I would have, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to outline a strategy on how to most effectively reach them, and I'm going to group them by these methodologies of communication. These guys are kind of more in the yep. this bucket. These guys are more in that bucket. So then you're not just like making 10 calls like you're calling 14 people because those are the people that really live and breathe oh, yeah. that way versus yeah i don't know just strategic. Yeah, just a little bit more strategic mm-hmm. sometimes i think is a yeah, huge it's counterintuitive if you're calling the guy that prefers to be texted right yeah, yeah. that kind of thing but yeah. you're also you're just it's you're just informing them at your, mm-hmm. at your stage a newer agent you simply just need to inform your sphere mm-hmm. of what you're doing yeah and then they will ultimately decide whether or not to jump jump in with you yeah. like and i think you know one thing one of the things i need to remember and i think any of us can when those when we're doing something like that is most of those people want you to succeed i mean unless they're real assholes or you did yeah. something in the past you know they're not looking you know they're happy to or they want you to succeed we're just not more than them yeah exactly <laughs> but, you know they're, they're not looking it's something i you know i i had a i had a struggle at one point in my music career where i was i had a panic attack playing Conan O'Brien. I'd been out too late drinking. <laughs> oh, oh my and gosh. Just, and I would, here I was thinking, I am gonna have to go sit on the couch in Tom Cruise's lap or whoever was sitting over there at the time. You never see it by looking at the clip. I was, I was fine, but, and then all of a sudden I went in this kind of, I had a crisis, because like I did not want that to happen again. It had never happened before. And uh, so I, I was having trouble, you know, doing something I've been doing forever and never had a problem with. And uh, I remember, uh, the person I was playing with at the time was like, man, these people are out here to watch you, to wait for you to fuck up or watch you fail. Like these people are here to have a good time and they want you to succeed. And I had to really work my brain around that. I think it's the same idea, you know. Mm. I don't know if it's part of like, it's projection. <laughs> or just like a, a fear-based <laughs> mentality versus uh, I guess not, yeah. not fear-based, I don't you know. You know, it's so funny you're saying it because just recently, it's far from Conan O'Brien, I was playing in a golf tournament. But uh, <laughs> hey, Conan would say, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but pretty close. Yeah. Uh, I, and I've been in front of 60,000 people yeah. and I've been on you know network television and I got so nervous in what's like the playoffs of this golf tournament. Uh-huh. I qualified for the shootout and there's a hundred guys watching, they're all drinking and there's 10 of us that are still in it. And they're all, it's like a mini gallery. Like yeah. you've got a little brief taste of what it's like for these guys on the PGA Tour, right? Like a crumb because there were a yeah. hundred guys and they're all drunk, right? And someone knew <laughs> I was nervous and I couldn't, I was embarrassed and I got, I got like an anxiety. Mm-hmm. And a guy said, Noonan. dude, Noonan. and the guy goes, dude, <laughs> a buddy of mine pulls me aside, he's like, dude, there's no reason to be nervous right now. They all want to be you. Yep. The reason they're all watching and getting drunk is because they didn't make it to That's the shootout. <laughs> yep. And it immediately let that, like, I'm like, oh, okay. So I can relate to that. Like, like it took someone saying something that like, oh, yeah, what, oh, am, yeah. I, what am I worried about, right? And you said, like, in the clip, you, if I go, I'm going to go watch it now. I'm going to Google. Like, I want to see the clip. Like, <laughs> oh, he's losing it. Yeah, <laughs> man, it was awful. It was so awful. Yeah. He's sweating. Yeah, I had to, you know, another another good, just as an aside, another great, um, not to drop names, but dropping names, um, Rufus Wainwright, just amazing yeah. uh, Hold musician. on, let me pick it up for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pick it up for you. I, I happened to be, we were touring with him, and, I, and I, he had struggled with this for years. I mean, he probably still does with anxiety issues. and Because and his family also is like a, a 
Oh yeah, his dad. You just, know, he's one of those people that just come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he yeah. and he. You know, he he had he struggled with addiction and and uh, and I was we were touring with him. We were on a flight and I was sitting next to him, and I started talking about what I was uh, you know dealing with with anxiety and and uh, he was like, man, he's like he, he told me basically what he does is he tries to turn it around and, and turn it into a buzz. He's like, I I try to take that it's a, that emotion and just it's the same emotion of of uh excitement really if you think about it yeah the same kind of in the same uh, bandwidth there and you know he's just like i just try to turn that around into like Fuel. some sort of buzz like almost wow. that, mm-hmm. that it's not a bad thing like i so accept it's almost like it mentally and, recategorizing what that actually yeah. is absolutely kind of can reframe that for you mm-hmm. that's wild so yeah. yeah it's something you know those, those tools really i mean pe- those things really like uh, helped me, you well, know, get, I, I, get out of that. An aspect of this, like when you were talking about your first showing recently, or uh-huh. what do you call it? Presentation? Listening presentation. Listening yeah. presentation. Uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, so um, what I thought, you know, when you were talking about like sort of, you know, that you were nervous or, you know, whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, I, what I love, one of the things in my experience too, right, I've had moments where I'm like, how the hell did I get here and I I, oh, yeah. I shouldn't be here imposter syndrome yeah well in my case it was legit yeah <laughs> like like, like uh, I'll do my little name drop but it'll be like not a big deal but I just remember when I first started playing drums when I was a teenager and we got a gig uh, I was in this like instrumental trio band or whatever mm-hmm. fusion type of group whatever yeah and we got the gig to open up for the Dixie Dregs oh yeah man yeah right? and so those guys are all like the you know Steve Morris right yeah that, yeah. yeah Rod Morgan Steve. like they're yeah. all like the guys that are the music guys right yeah. like they're all on the cover oh, of all yeah. the magazines like they know how to play they do clinics they whatever mm-hmm. I was a self-taught drummer that had been playing for about eight months no <laughs> and, I wow. had, and I had to You're open the up for league. them and it went great yeah. But but I would I don't remember what like people told me that it was great. But yeah. I don't really I, I was so I don't it was probably like the third or fourth gig I'd ever played in my life. Yeah. Right. Like I'd barely even heard drums through a PA system. But that's it. That you can, all this <laughs> so ties back, back to like until you make it. Yeah, yeah, gonna, well, yeah. there's that. But I guess the, the one thing I wanted to get to really quick, I just, I just really love is that people reframe this whole Rufus Wainwright thing, right? Uh-huh. Reframing the the construct of nervousness. Uh, I I've trained myself ultimately to kind of do something similar. I don't know how you do it with a panic attack to turn that into a buzz. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing but you can do with just nervousness, it's just about that is whenever you realize that you're nervous, all it really is is a signal that you're accomplishing something, that you're doing something new, that you're making, you're, you're covering ground. And nobody's, you know, I mean, it's different than like, I'm waiting for test results from the, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm not saying that kind of right. nervous, you know, like that's not a trajectory you want to be on, but you know, and just in terms of like situations that you're in. So, yeah. so being nervous at your first uh, listing presentation, yeah. uh, I think that's like, that's so great. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not something that people should, through exposure, numb themselves to. They should be trying to figure out ways to grow that experience and make, get better at it, and be nervous about the next level you're trying to get to with that. Thing. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. But it's like if you're not if experiencing a little nerves, then yeah. you're not passionate not about what you. You know, yeah. that's why like, I quit music. I mean, I remember being on a stage my last gig with Ben and you know Lollapalooza, massive, and I was sort of there. I was like, I could be doing my taxes right now, or or working in the garden. I had yeah. just nothing. Yeah. And it kind of mm-hmm. hit me like this is not, you know, I, and when I when I quit feeling any kind of nerves, mm-hmm. I was like, this is this is over. You know what it, I mean? What am est- I doing? Real estate seems like for for most people, like the average listener out there, that probably just says, well, I'm going to buy a house and I'm going to sell a house, right? Yeah. Like you do, I do experience like real. I mean, it's a ma- you're dealing with 
at times millions of dollars that don't belong to you, right? And you are the sole yeah. responsible party for facilitating a smooth transaction. And the most yeah. important thing that people can really have in their lives in terms of a tangible anything, their home. Well, it's yeah. usually, typically the lar- their largest asset, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's a moving is the most stress- stressful thing yeah. you can do. So it's you're dealing with a lot of things where there are moments of t- real nerves yeah. and real... Probably panic sometimes. Real, real, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I talked to an agent yesterday that was kind of... He was, he's been doing it long enough that this was one of those, like, he called me, he's like, dude, I got him in a spot right now, and I'm, like, kind of spinning out of control over it. Um, you know, he had a buyer that just kind of jumped jump ship in the middle of a multiple offer situation, and mm-hmm. and he's like, man, I just, I feel bad that the other agent's upset, but I, it's out of my control. I should have handled maybe this differently, and we kind of talked it through, but, and of course, ultimately it worked itself out, but there are moments that real nerves come into play, oh, or yeah. real anxiety, or real stress, um, you know, similar to other things you've done in your career, uh, that people probably don't realize, like, a lot of people, like, just look at real estate agents, and they all they show us how they show houses and they make too much money yeah. right everyone's like oh, oh yeah. you make too much money for what you do it's like well yeah. <laughs> I mean tell that to my bank account yeah <laughs> it's all speculation yeah so uh, so okay so I feel like that what we've done I, I love the idea that we kind of documented the, this sort of meeting of the mm-hmm. minds yeah. because it's just, there's only one first conversation that anybody has yeah mm-hmm. so I just think it's a neat thing to sort of document so I'm glad you guys came on and I'm so glad that you guys are going to be totally owning this podcast going forward well, I think we could find a lot <laughs> to talk gonna, about I'm yeah, sure yeah. yeah and you know and I was you know there's so many things you guys touched on that I want to that I'm writing down that I, I would love to see what your thoughts are on doing uh, some more episodes like this and uh, this is the way it's kind of happening right now is we're just sort of improvising and having our way through it but I thought having sort of the meeting of the minds the young lion versus the, the young like lion the, versus the old lion or whatever am I, am I older than you I'm, I'm, 40, older than I'm 42 you. yeah I'm older than you so the young lion <laughs> but that I mean there you go the right? like, I'm 44 not that much older yeah, I'm 47 I'm so yeah, you, you guys all can eat my lunch <laughs> uh, so Anyway, all that age Sorry, used to be a matter of pride when you're young. Like I'm no, older. Lord, like no. now you're just like I guess I'm just closer to the end than you are. Yeah, you know. Like, I was at this thing at the. I went to that. <laughs> no kidding. That Edzo deal over in, in Franklin last week, and somebody took a photo from above. And I was like, oh, I show my wife. I'm like, oh my god, I had no idea. Like, why did you tell, did you me? tell I'm like, me? I'm like, look, I can just see like my head. You know, the bald spot. Oh, just nice. Like, I'm like, oh god. Yeah, I hate See, this. I hate this. Sponsored by Keeps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, um, all right. So we're, we're going to sign this out, and then uh, and then uh, we'll do it again. But um, uh, one of the things uh, we'll, we'll you'll hear more about this if anybody's listening to this, or I'm sure you're listening because you heard this. Um, we're going to have a thing where people can send in voice messages uh, really easily from their phones, uh, just with a one touch button thing. Uh-huh. So we can have a thing where, uh, one of the uh, feedback loops that we can kind of create with this is we can kind of be collecting those voice messages and then we can, uh, have you guys perhaps, whether from a, a new agent perspective mm-hmm. or, uh, 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 experienced agent or, you know, entertainment or Nashville or it could be anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we're just going to open up sort of a, a voicemail kind of, uh, I love that mailbag for you, for you guys. Uh, so anyway, all right. Uh, Thank you guys. Yeah, and, yes. uh, it's been fun. Talk soon.